a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Mana. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mana podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys that you're going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves to be extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living. It's exactly what makes them extra to me, and I'm excited for you to meet them. All right, so here we are in season 10 of MANA, uh, except technically it's, it's really not season 10. It's, uh, it's season 10 and a half, actually. Uh, you see, a while back, in between seasons one and two, uh, we had a bonus season of uh, half of the number of episodes featuring uh, younger men, about half the age of the typical mana guest, uh, in episodes that were about half the length. So, <clears throat> of course, I thought I was Mr. Clever, and I called it mini mana. Okay, uh, and I and I always regretted that uh, from the from the moment I did it, I regretted it because the teenage guests that we had at the time. Uh, were anything, uh, were anything than many. Okay. In fact, of all the feedback I receive on mana that I've received on mana, uh, nine times out of 10, I feel like it's about one of those, you know, mini mana episodes that delivered the maximum message. Uh, so thanks to today's guests, I have a chance to rectify the mini mistake here by welcoming, uh, not just one, but three younger men between the ages of, uh, gosh, I don't know, uh, all under the age of 21, I do know that, uh, who demonstrate similarly extraordinary faith, like all of our mana guests do, uh, but in each of their individually ordinary ways, okay? On the surface, they may look like your typical uh, kind of active uh, bunch of talented boys, talented brothers, all of them very proficient athletes, uh, especially baseball and football. Uh, a little bit of golf thrown in there as well. Uh, all of them prodigious musicians, uh, particularly the drums, thanks to some good uh, fatherly genes, uh, great students, uh, even better citizens, uh, and the closest of brothers. Uh, but if you look a little closer beyond the what they do and instead look at how they do it, uh, you see a confidence and a maturity of faith that rivals believers twice their age. Now, thankfully, it's not a competition, but if it was, I should say, these guys would be on Jesus's uh, starting line for sure. Uh, beyond their own awesomeness, uh, they are great examples of how faith has no age requirement for, for any of us, uh, no set of qualifications that have to be earned over time. Faith is a gift and a grace that can be received and honored and lived out wherever we are, whenever we are, and whoever we are. Now, I'm a little biased uh, because as their very proud uncle, I'm on the receiving end of a lot of their grace. So please welcome today's Mana Men, Misters Elliot, Jonah, and Charlie Peterson. Hey, guys. How's it going? Howdy. Howdy. It's great. Well, hey, thanks for doing this. This is really exciting. You guys have always been such great supporters of MANA. And, uh, you know, I feel a little bit like, you know, I've had probably my, you know, three of my best MANA guests just right under my nose all these years. So I'm glad we we're able to schedule this. Oh, yeah. thanks for having us. 
So Elliot, I kind of want to start with you. You're the oldest uh, of, of, of the bunch here. And, uh, and so as a fellow or oh, eldest child, okay, you and I, we share, we share sort of this burden in common. You know, we, we set the example, right? We're, we're the first ones to do all this kind of stuff. And then our brothers get a chance to see, you know, how we do it well or how we do it not so well. And so uh, what are some of your earliest memories of church? Uh, well, I always remember complaining until I, well, I still complain now as a 20 year old, having to dress up every single Sunday, uh, especially as a kid though, because uh, we went to church every Sunday with grandma and grandpa Peterson, because grandpa would all, and I would sit with grandpa when he would do the video board because he's in charge of all the slides. And let's see, uh, I went to Sunday school. The magnets. The magnets, yeah. I went to Sunday school. What are the magnets? What are the magnets? So the magnets, just name tags that you put onto your shirt. Oh, yeah. And I would do show you're a member of the church. And I just remember putting those on every Sunday morning before Mm -hmm. we get in the car. We were legit. (laughs) Yeah. And we would, uh, every Wednesday, they call at St. John's, uh, where we went to church. it was like their Wednesday school. They called it Wednesday school, uh, like D-Way, which is, which, uh, what was it? It was like Disciple, Disciple Way. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, up until like fifth grade, after school on Wednesday, the bus would take right to St. John's for that. So that was really cool. Those yeah. were like my earliest memories of like church was mainly like D-Way. Yeah. You know, speaking of St. John's, I know that then, so you guys were active there and then, I, and then you changed. Uh, churches and Jonah. That's one of my earliest memories, actually, uh, with of you in expressing not necessarily like you know, again, super deep faith. But I remember having a conversation with you when you guys uh, moved churches. You found this small little church that just you love the music. I think you guys were all part of the music ministry there. And Jonah, I remember particularly talking to you about it and just how like your eyes just lit up uh, when you would talk about going to church uh, at this, at this kind of this new church. So take us back to kind of that moment. Yeah. So back in, what was it? Seventh grade, I think, or sixth or seventh grade. I was like with our old youth pastor at our old church. I was just like, kind of like, Oh, okay. I'm not really learning anything. This is getting boring. And then my best friend, he's like, Hey, come to church one week. And I was like, all right, well, I'll see how it goes. And then their pastor and I just connected really well. And I was like, I brought my brothers along one week and just from there it's just been a great church to be with and it's been fun to go there every Sunday and Wednesday with uh the youth group and I don't know ever since that it's just been a great place to be at so yeah yeah Charlie do you remember that do you remember uh Jonah bringing you guys and 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 what that felt like uh being introduced to kind of a new way to way to worship yeah when Jonah brought me that was my first time ever going to Wednesday school or youth group so I just fun to actually learn stuff about Jesus and it's just fun to connect to with people there. Yeah. Yeah. That's neat. Well, you guys have always been so confident uh, in, in your faith, you know, Let's talk about, um, and, uh, and Jonah, we'll start with you. Did your confidence in faith, has that been building over time or do you feel like from those very early days, of, you know, being at St. John's and helping grandpa with the board and all those experiences, having your own name tag. 
do you feel like it's always been a natural thing for you or did it kind of build over time? Um, like, I don't know. I like growing up going to church has always been kind of like part of the routine in our lives. But like, ever since I went to this new church, it just started to like even grow like greater. And, uh, I don't know. I went to church camp and that itself brought me like so much closer to God and it just made me be so much more thankful for every day I get. And it even got me to get my own tattoo on the rock on which I stand with him. So it's been pretty fun. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Charlie, you know, I, you had, you know, when we're talking about confidence and we're talking about, you know, developing that, that trust and just that kind of courage with faith. Um, you know, you had, uh, in addition to all these great church experiences, you know, camp and, uh, you know, Wednesday you know, youth group, all that kind of stuff. You had a, you had a big event younger, um, you know, a, an event of adversity that I feel like, and I know as, cause we've talked about it really kind of, kind of kickstarted, I think your faith or really, I mean, it kind of leapfrogged you just by nature of having to get through a pretty tough time. You want to just talk a little bit about that you don't have to go into any more detail than you want, but maybe just share a little bit about how kind of for you really uh, adversity was kind of a big accelerant for your faith yeah so when i was younger like six or seven i didn't have even much of any type of relationship with but then me and my dad we were up in itasca park and we got into an atv wreck and we were in the middle of nowhere there were no houses around and we flipped the atv and he got his leg was just destroyed and our dad yeah our dad um <laughs> and his leg was just destroyed and i didn't i didn't even know what was going to happen but out of nowhere these two people came running from the tree line and they pretty much saved his leg and he still has it today mm -hmm. which is and that, that to me that was like my sign of god and ever since then that's that's when my faith started to boost and ever since then i've been going to youth group getting closer and my confidence has grown so much because at first i didn't really like talking about god because i just didn't i wouldn't say i disliked him but i was always wondering why did you have to get my dad into this wreck but i don't know i just everything happens for a reason i think and the fact that these two people came out of nowhere and saved him was really cool yeah. yeah. I mean, it really was, as we've talked, it's, it's, it was a miracle. And I just, I do think um, there is so much power um, in trusting and believing that Jesus is never not with us. You know, speaking of your dad, um, and as you guys know, we talk a lot on this podcast about role models, about uh, other guys that kind of form us and inspire us and kind of keep us on kind of the right path. And so, um, talk a little bit about, about your dad and, and, and some, and then other, um, men, uh, whether they're teachers or coaches or maybe just buddies, you know, it could just be friends that, uh, that have been, that have really kind of helped shape your kind of faith perspective and kind of faith life. Uh, Charlie, why don't you, why don't you go first? Ah, uh, okay. So a big person that really helped shape my faith would be Jonah, um, Oh, so nice. I know so brotherly nice. love, but really he 
after he started going to church, he started talking to me about it. And I just saw the excitement he had when he would talk to me. And so I thought it was really cool. And I wanted to follow in his footsteps by going to the same church he went to and talking about the same things he talks about. Um, so yeah, probably Jonah would be the best example for me. Um, I think my dad has given us a great foundation on our faith by introducing us to church right away in our life yeah. and then when i started playing football like one our uh, defensive line and offensive line coach is also a pastor and uh i don't know he's just he's been super great with us and he's worked with us for obviously my four years of high school football and elliot's four years of high school football and now charlie's coming into football now so um you know he's been a really great role model for us to lean on and to guide us through high school so yeah Elliot how about you well you stole both of mine so <laughs> uh but I guess I could say another role model for me is probably my best friend uh Caleb his dad is also a pastor so I've been around oh well his mom and dad are both uh ministers so like their whole house and like everything around there is like faith-based so and I've been to their church a couple times and they just have a really strong faith, which is really cool. So that's been a good example from when I've been over there so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Elliot, you mentioned, you know, you've you've now uh you're out of the house, first one out of the house. Mm -hmm. Your last year, this <laughs> meant your last year uh in college. Um, how did how did your how did your first year of college go as it relates to your faith? Uh, I think it was pretty steady. I didn't have to like lean on it more or less uh i'm pretty independent so like going to college other than like just not living with uh my parents that was really only big change for me because i kind of do a lot for myself like throughout the day like i wake myself up i know some kids like still have their parents wake them up but like i kind of go day to day yeah pretty independently so that really didn't change much for me so that's great. Now, speaking of transitions, uh, Jonah, uh, as you just hit a milestone, I should say, so the milestone of your 18th birthday, uh, you were able to, by some bylaw in the Peterson family um, constitution, which I missed evidently. So I didn't, I wasn't aware of this rule, but evidently when you turn 18, you get to get a tattoo. And you, uh, you went bold, dude. So I want you to uh, describe for folks, it's going to be a little hard because people can't see it, but uh, I think what you ch uh, chose and and uh, the story behind it is just so inspiring. Tell us a little bit about the the ink that you celebrated your 18th birthday with. Yeah, so uh, I've been wanting a tattoo for a couple of years now and my parents always pushed like, well, if you're going to get one, make sure it's meaningful. And ever since like we started going to church, I was like, well, I think I want a cross tattoo. So uh, then I was thinking about it for a couple of years and it took me a while to figure out what one I exactly wanted because, you know, you got to make it look cool, right? Um, but, so I got it on my forearm. It's a cross. And inside the cross, it says God's great in the highs and lows. And that's kind of been something I went by for a couple of years now. And I was like, well, if I'm thinking about it so much, I'm going to get it on myself. So, I mean, I look at it every day and it's just like, well, I'm not going to be able to get through this life alone. So look up to the greater one to help you get through it. Yeah, it's fantastic. And for those, unfortunately, you can't see it through this podcast, but it is, you cannot not see it. 
I mean, it is not a hidden thing. It is like, it is out there and it's, it's just wonderful in terms of kind of the statement and, uh, and you're able to share <clears throat> your faith in that way. And, and just visibly you can share it. Charlie, you are also so good about sharing your faith in neat ways. I can't tell you how many songs, uh, I get from you, uh, which then I share with our girls <laughs> and I'm all like, hey, have you guys heard this one yet? And, uh, and a lot of times they haven't. And so they become now they're part of the, the R. Peterson family playlist. Uh, what are, what are some other ways? I mean, music is obviously a big thing for you, Charlie. What are some other ways that you find your, uh, find that, that, that you share your faith with, with others? Uh, well, music's probably the main one, but another big thing is when professional athletes, they speak on their faith and like mm. celebrities, whenever I see that, I think that's really cool. Um, a huge person would be Mark Wahlberg. He oh, had whole thing on the today show on ash wednesday and i just thought that was really cool so i shared that with some people and yeah yeah he's a he's a neat guy yeah he's he's his he goes deep too so he's uh he's a great one to track to that's awesome uh well hey uh we are and since there's three of you we have to allow for a little bit more time uh we're already at the fun segment so uh these are the same three questions that we ask every guest and i thought about you know there's three of you and there's three fun segment questions. So maybe you could each just take one question, but I think it's going to be fun for you guys all to answer all three. So, so this will be, this will be a nine question fun segment here, a little bit of a speed round maybe, uh, and you each get a chance uh, to answer all of them. So, all right. So fun segment question number one, and we'll direct this, you know, Ellie, you always got to go first. So we're not going to do this this time. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to do it. No, I'm going to shake it up here. So the first, so Jonah, why don't you take this, First, okay, fundamental question number one, if Jesus showed up at your door tomorrow morning and just wanted to hang out for the day, what are you going to do with Jesus? Oh, we're going to go to breakfast and have a talk. <laughs> I mean, like, I, first of all, that's what we're going to do. Then we're probably going to go fishing because got to go fishing, see if he can get me on the good fish, right? Yeah. Then after that, I think... Uh, What'd you say? So he's not going to walk on water? Oh, yeah. If you could teach me how to walk on water, that'd be great. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I think I just want to, like, just have, a, like, a good talk with him and be like, don't, I don't want to look into my future because that's going to be, like, something I'm going to figure out along the way. But yeah. talk to him about, like, oh, so you made this happen for a reason. Yeah. What was your, th- like, understanding and thinking on that and i think it's i think it'd just be a great day i i think it'd be the best day of my life but yeah for sure for sure all right elliot you're number two what are you doing with jesus tomorrow morning oh that's a great question i'd have to i'd have to have a long talk with him on why he chose to burn a bush and not like a car or a building or you think there's a building oh i don't dude like why bush of all the things you could burn okay well it's a place to start for sure yeah Charlie, what about you? How are you going to spend your day with Jesus? I'll probably take him to home style, get some good hash browns, and then I'll ask him why the why the twins suck every year. <laughs> See what he can do about the pitching. Yeah, I like that. All right, fun segment question number two. And uh, Charlie, why don't you start with this one? Uh, fun segment question number two. If you could go to church with any other guy, Living or dead, famous or not, um, 
who would it be? Probably go to grandpa because I don't really remember too much of, I was too young. What? Grandpa Peterson. Yeah, my grandpa Peterson. I'd bring him because I don't really remember going to church with him when I was younger. So I'd want to experience what it's like going to church with him now. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Jonah, what about you? I think I'd want to take, um, honestly, try to set a bet. Mark Wahlberg, he's so like deep in his faith. And I think it'd be fun to learn through him and learn about Jesus at the same time. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Elliot. Um, I probably would take my grandpa Jack because uh, my mom said he was like a really strong Catholic. And so I think it'd be cool to kind of like learn about his faith and why it was like so strong. We never got to meet him. He died when my mom was seven. So that's why I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that'd be a really special, a really special church outing for sure. All right. Last question. Elliot, you're going to go first this time. Right. Uh, fun thing question number three. And it's, it's kind of appropriate because you are the oldest. So you can go first because uh, this is all about advice. Okay. Oh, and, uh, and usually when we're asking, you know, old guys this question, uh, which is about what's the one piece of advice you would give a younger man about living a confident life of faith. Usually when old guys like me are answering that question, we're thinking of guys like you, you know? Um, but so the same question applies. Um, but what would you say then, Elliot, uh, to uh, just a younger guy, you know? And so maybe it's not some of your age, but it's, you know, maybe it's uh you know, a middle schooler, uh, somebody who's just kind of coming up, what would that one piece of advice be? Um, go as much as you can. Like, don't make the excuse that you need to sleep in. The church. church. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I meant. Go to church yeah. um, as much as you can, because uh, it's really important, especially at a young, a young age, to yeah. just build that, like, routine and foundation. I think that's great. Charlie, what about you? What would be your piece of advice? Um... Go to church for sure, but try to connect with them outside of church too, because there's a lot of people, I think, that go to church but just because they feel like they have to, and they don't really pay attention. And yeah, it's good, great to hear the sermon, but I feel like the really you get really close to them when you're talking to them on your own time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that personal relationship is key for sure. Jonah, bring us home. What's the what's the one piece of advice that you give a guy? coming up behind you i'm gonna say just uh when you're least ex like when you're not busy throughout the day just be like hey talk to god for a little bit pray on it pray for him pray for your family pray for all your friends pray for a better better tomorrow and just pray for a better uh what would you what would you say pray for better health and a better relationship for jesus in the future mm -hmm. i think that's great and i think it as simple as that so well and i uh, i thank you guys it's uh, it's been a great uh been a great chat and i uh, really appreciate it thanks, sure. thanks for having us thank you for listening to mana if you have any questions or recommendations for future guests send them to manapodcast at gmail.com